This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. So wait, your coworker? Yes, shout out McKay. He chatted me the other day, and he was like, "I really want to see a Doctor Spachemin spinoff, and if anyone can make it happen, I think you could." So, and I was like, "Yes, please." And I think that that would be amazing. And I, I, I think I responded saying I want to see a him and a Tracy spinoff. Or I, was, I talked to him in the break room afterwards. I think a Tracy and Spachemin spinoff might be funny. Or a Trace or Leo. That's a lot of crazy in one place, It though. would be so much crazy. But I, I think it would end up. Yeah, you would need at least one sane I person I think it should just be Spachemin. I don't think there needs to be another character. Oh, that's because I was like, oh, it's like the Better Call Saul. Like. All right, take this guy who, like, kind of pops in and out, like, has bigger roles at moments, and, like, everybody kind of loves him, and, like, kind of, like, what, like, I think, I think Leo could, could kind of do his thing. Um, him and, uh, hot Dr. Vicky, I think we met. Um, oh, have we, <gasps> did we meet that? Yeah, we did. The yeah, 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 when he was, it's because the one, the, it's, uh, the Apollo, Apollo, uh, Apollo, Apollo, yeah, Apollo, Apollo, Apollo where the, cause it's a Jackie Jorm Jorm <laughs> one, or a, Jan- a Janis Joplin. Um, no, you're right, Dr. Vicky. I actually really like this idea, though, because Dr. Spachamin, okay, so what is this spinoff? It's Dr. Spachamin. Has he lost his medical license and is now in another country practicing medicine? I actually really want it to be like a Doc Hollywood thing. Have you ever seen Doc no. Hollywood? It's a, it's a, uh, it's a Michael, I almost said Michael W. Smith. Oh, Michael W. Smith. It's a Michael J. Fox. If <laughs> I'm thinking correctly. I'm just kidding. No, don't do this. Where's <laughs> Lee when you need him? Lee's perfect for this stuff. Yeah, so basically he's a hotshot doctor who has to, yeah, a young doctor causes a traffic accident in a small town and is sentenced to work some days at the town hospital. So my mother made me watch this movie when I was uh, younger. Okay. And I love it. Woody Harrelson's in this? I totally forgot oh, that. Oh, God. So, but I think it should be a real Doc Hollywood thing where he's like a big shot, big city doctor sent to this small, hard of Dixie style town. Okay. And he has Heart to end up Dixie working in this hospital. And it's about the different characters. I would love to see how 30 Rock would deal with a small Two, town. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to Me. It is great. Hey guys, it's Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And this is Talk 30 Rock to Me. Yep, to you. Only you. And me alone. Mm-hmm. I have only child syndrome. Just <laughs> kidding. I'm so sorry to all of our only children listeners. And also you're a middle child. So this I, very, I you have actually very too. intense middle child syndromes. So this is adorable. I do. But I do. Kelsey, yeah. we're not at our normal. Well, do we have normal recording we locations? We really no, don't. It's kind of my apartment. It's a little your apartment. It's a lot of downy. I love it. Um, but we're not at our normal, semi-normal locations. No. We are in hell. <laughs> no kelsey kelsey sure. that's saying nice things i'm just kidding i'm not even gonna make that joke because i actually really like it here we're in palm springs we are in but it is hot as hell it is hot as hell there was moments where i literally felt like satan was breathing on me because there's like a gust no of that was just wind. top of the hut oh that's who that was, yeah, was actually wouldn't satan look like a giant slug that's sexually abusive but with like horns probably probably that makes sense i hope so uh it's a lot like this which pretty much describing what this at the end was kind of like i don't know what that is you never saw the movie this is the end no with seth rogan mm. it's the end of the world movie no as as, as made clear by that title what was the 
North Korea movie? That was The Dictator. Oh, that was not. This is the end. No, they were trying to do like a Charlie Japlin thing and it didn't work. But oh, I missed that. Now away from our segment, yep. what are movies Seth Rogen has done? <laughs> uh, we're here in Palm Springs. We are prepping and hanging out for our live show at Comic-Con Palm yeah. Springs. We're doing tomorrow Woo-hoo. and our women in podcasting panel. Yeah. Because guess what? We're women and we podcast. What? If you hadn't figured that out already. <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey over here is making visual gags of checking herself to make sure she's a woman. <laughs> Um, and then I realized she's doing it and then no one but me saw it and then I immediately had to do a uh, play by play it was a good move we're here we're women in podcasting and then we have our live show I th- we're not quite sure when the live show episode will come out hopefully in the next couple of weeks um, we actually are jumping ahead there's actually a chance episode. it'll come out before this there's too. a small chance so maybe you've already listened to it yeah um, so who knows God knows yeah spoilers mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're here. We're excited. Tomorrow will be hopefully a lot of fun. And hopefully not as hot because how hot was it today? 116 degrees. That's right, Gross. folks. Did you know it could get that hot in a place called California? It can get 116 degrees. You know, I switched it out. My, like, I took a picture and like put the degrees on it and I accidentally switched it over to Celsius and I think it was like 45 and I was like, lies. <laughs> this is not doing it for that me. That is not impressive. That I'm is not. not- this is not at all communicating what I'm experiencing. No, it is not. No, it's except like, our all your British, listeners, all maybe. our like British and uh, Scottish listeners and uh, New Zealander yeah, and Australian listeners, mm-hmm. all four of you yeah, we were like, you. oh my God, <laughs> it's terrible. I've been watching episodes, so I'm really nailing my British accent right now. Is that episodes of what? No, <laughs> you're a Matt LeBlanc fan. I feel like you know this is the Matt LeBlanc TV show no. he does. No, it's on Showtime. It's written by one of the because Marta Kaufman and David Crane they don't write together anymore. Okay, I, amicably I believe. But Marta Kaufman's doing Grace and Frankie. David Crane is doing episodes, which oh, is the I Matt LeBlanc no show. Idea. It's like this incredible satire of the industry. Interesting. But it has two of my favorite British actors that no one cares about because they're all idiots. It's Tamsin Grieg and Steve Ma- Stephen Mangan. Oh, I can't say his name. And they were in Green Wing together. There's like one person who's very impressed with this knowledge I have, it's and th- not it's not me. you. <laughs> I love um, you, but <laughs> <laughs> and it's Steve May, and so there's these two British actors who played kind of like a weird couple okay. on this British comedy. I think is it called Green Wing. Green Wing is one of the most Green Wing, just one. It's kind of like a pre-scrubs uh, a medical fin? comedy. Mm-hmm. No, it's like <laughs> a wing of a hospital. You weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Green Wing. It's about. I told you it's pre-scrubs. I'm always a disabled bird. <laughs> No, you're just thinking like, what's this show about parrots? Green Wing. (laughs) No, it's about, uh, anyway, to take the eight steps back to back to where we were. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm mad at myself that I got here. But Steve May and Tamsin Grieg are incredible. They play a couple on this weird British comedy called Green Wing. And now they're on the show. They play a uh, a much better couple on the show, Episodes. And they're a British (gasps) couple who's... the same two actors playing a couple on two different yeah, shows. Yeah, they're different characters, but they're still playing a couple, which is what got my attention. And then I was like, oh, wait, Matt LeBlanc's on this too? Oh, how So funny. basically, they're this British couple who um, work, they write a really beloved sitcom in England, and Americans like, oh my God, we want to make it. It's so great. And then they like bring it on, and they destroy it by like casting. It's like an old fuddy-duddy dude. They cast like hot Matt LeBlanc. Oh, in it. Like they just, just like systematically destroy the show, and it's making fun of the industry. Oh. But it's an incredible show. I find it deep funny and dark okay. um and i mean i don't recommend it it's it's pretty intense but it's really funny and tamsin greek is my hero so okay. whatever that's how we got there episodes how did i don't know how we got here i Kelsey. have no idea how we got there whatever either. so it's really hot here we're gonna go home soon but we're excited let's uh British do listeners celsius 
celsius there we go anyway kelsey why don't you give us why don't we talk about amazon what have you bought on amazon oh what did i my my um uh what my pepper spray finally came in you got your pepper spray got it into the convention center i hid it in one of my little pouches you definitely did did not take that um which was exciting i also bought also makes you afraid like what else are other people getting that is very true like every time i and every every time i've defeated the tsa i'm not comforted (laughs) also lightsabers aren't real kelsey The fake ones um, don't the, hurt people. I guess. You can hit somebody with I them. mean, like, yeah, plastic. It'll yeah. kind of smart. It can hurt anybody. Okay. Um, I also, you know how, like, you used to be like, I'm not going to go to the mall because I need to save money. The problem is the mall is at your fingertips now. And on Wednesday or Tuesday at work, I was, like, sitting there, and I was like, hmm, I need new shoes. And I bought three new pairs of shoes, and they showed up Thursday night. So that was pretty cool. Were they great? Were they good? Uh, yeah, they all fit. And I was shocked. And I was so excited. So now I have three new And shoes. how did you purchase those on Amazon? Uh, through Am- <laughs> That's what this was about. Through amazon uh nope through boardwalkaudio.com slash talk 30 you got me. there i clicked this because me i type in amazon and it pops up as the option boardwalkaudio.com slash talk 30 rocks me click supporter artist and it'll take you to amazon and you can buy fun stuff and i want to know what you bought because maybe i'll buy it too just let us know <laughs> maybe like you could buy a margarita like kelsey did earlier yeah, i did it was watermelon i asked for the small one he bought the large <laughs> it was a, it was so big it i was, was like so the size of my head he brought it and i like looked he at was like, so what dads do like oh you said large i was like and no he was gonna take it away like no when you make up when you mess up an order did he charge you for the large i do not know oh, probably though that. like you would say like oh i'm so sorry you can keep this anyway you don't take it away yeah it was a weird like, move of him yeah it was i i don't know who are we're having weird experiences in palm springs it's hot out waiters are being weird yeah. it's what the heat does but it does but we and we heard two happy birthday renditions tonight it was great I'm very loudly saying the Tina Fey und who stopped which I don't, that's probably none of the words, but it was great. No one looked. It was um, great. But what else should we tell people about? Please, if you haven't already, rate and subscribe mm-hmm. to our show. Um, what else should you do? You should follow us on social media. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Is there any other things we got to announce? Uh, or should we just get into it? No, I think we should just get into it. All right. Cool. Um, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. So my 3030 today is an Instagram account that everyone should go follow. Oh, goodness. It is an Instagram gram, an an Instagram account called Jack Doggahee. Oh, no. And what did you do? It's not me. I I found it. I know you didn't make it, but what did you find? So it's this lady. I'm assuming it's a lady that was sex with me. Maybe it's a man. Um, That was sex with you? (laughs) Did I say sex? You did. <laughs> you moved the mic. You're fine. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that margarita wasn't that big. I promise you guys. <laughs> this is very weird for me. <laughs> um, so okay, so it's this account, Jack. Now I'm gonna. I have giggles now. Jack Doggahe. Jack Doggahe. And is really cute, this actually. person posts pictures of their dog. I don't know what type of dog it How is, but they have. Uh, continue big eyes i don't know i've had this saved for a long time (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) dog is really terrifying (laughs) the dog's eyes are amazing is that its actual eyes or they edit it oh it's the actual eyes because in every picture they're the same oh my god (laughs) so but so it looks like a little mutt it's like a (laughs) mid-sized dog what do they do and they throw on top of the picture jack donaghy quotes (laughs) <laughs> so then like amazing. this picture of the dog like all like spazzed out i don't sleep on planes i don't want to get incepted 
That's not a Jack <laughs> quote, is it? I think that's a Jack quote. Is it? Okay. Or is it a Tracy? I thought that was in a Tracy one. That feels like something. The funny thing is that could work for either of them. Yeah. Okay. So he I, says weirdish like that too. No. Okay. No. Okay. So this is interesting. This is not. A, <laughs> so like they've only done 15 posts, but the whole thing is like, like their little subtitles like speak. Okay. But only in Jack Donaghy quotes, but these aren't all Jack Donaghy quotes. Um, Cause then there's the n- never go to a hippie go with a hippie to a second location that is jack donaghy. is that a jack thing i that's thought a it was jack liz one. who ended up saying that no no that's him that's what he says first okay mistake, then i never sorry. go to a hippie with a hippie to a second location i'm tired um and then there's like human empathy it's as useless as the winter olympics um <laughs> but so yeah, it's just all of these i i could have sworn the incepted quote was tracy which is why i was now doubting other ones no that's fine it might be a tracy but it's something that jack would say too though i just can't remember when it's so pop culture relevant. He, like it's he, pop culture relevant but he actually what the kind of the reason this is my argument why it's a jack joke okay. this is actually interesting i'm glad we're yeah, talking yeah. about this because we can get into what how can you tell a joke is by who uh, for who and what in 30 rock okay jack often will make these very ridiculous pop culture jokes they're often hinting at the lifestyles of the rich and famous and the things that we think are probably fake that are actually true for them right okay so he often makes these jokes about the absurd things about six sigma and the things they do and the ridiculous ridiculousness of like this upper like wealthy class and this stupid st- so the idea that him making a joke that inception is actually real and that's something uh, that could happen to him is a wealth and power joke okay so that's why i think it works from his perspective he makes a lot of jokes where a lot of these things we think would probably never exist actually do exist granarnia right oh fair enough so yeah, there's yeah. a lot of jokes like that so that's why it Wait, might that's be a not Tracy. a real island <laughs> it reminded me that still always makes me think of uh princess diaries but so that's my mm-hmm. argument of why it probably is still a jack quote but it might be a tracy who knows I don't know. I just feel like Jack Doggy, he really knows yeah, that's what they're true. doing. Should, why would I even doubt that? That was weird. I think you need to be really aware. Yeah. But so that's Jack Doggy. He go follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So that is a good 30 30. I'm that's glad a really I cute one had that at the tip of my fingertips to talk about today yeah you were ready to go i like that one that dog is terrifying looking I up know the what's the last are... most recent post did you see what uh, it was is it a recent have they been updating or no is it like a pretty the dead? last update was in may okay well jack doggy oh no no i lied august 16th i'm sorry great before august it was may so good so they're rare but it's happening i'm gonna yeah. follow i want to see what else do they it. can do that dog does freak me out but i'm still in it looks like that dog looks like a character from bojack horseman mm. that's why very okay. very afraid and large-eyed right like hi there. Um, whenever a character gets spaced out in bojack horseman their eyes look like that oh or the, high the, like the disney princess eyes no that's pretty these are terrifying you haven't watched oh. bojack horseman you understand no. these eyes could they, they look terrifying sometimes so got it but uh yeah, That's my 30, 30. that is a good 30-30, dude. Thanks. I appreciate that. All right. Episode we're talking about. You ready? All right. Give me, walk me through it. We are talking about season three, episode 17, Cutbacks. Air date was April 9th, 2009. Director was Gail Mancuso and writer was Matt Hubbard. They're a really good duo. Yeah, it's that's already a whole bunch of names I've heard you say so many times. We like them. Uh, my recap is that money is tight, so everything is going a little crazy. Kenneth wants to get an unwanted. Uh, Kenneth, he me. wants an unwanted nope. pregnancy because yeah, yeah, no. that's what Kenneth that sounded gets like. Gets an unwanted and and stressful promotion. Jack and Liz have to make some cuts, and Liz decides to save the show in a not so kosher way. Oh, interesting way to describe that. No, it is not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also really excited. 
because I realized my 10 minute uh, episodes rant I was regretting actually super duper applies to this because that dude from the uh, Brad Halster he is uh-huh. an a- he is Matt LeBlanc's agent on episodes so it all comes full oh, circle oh is he really and I meant to talk about that and I'm I totally forgot and then just did another <laughs> rant about episodes no because it's back at season five it's well, who is that actor what is his name his name is roger bart i'm weirdly obsessed with him i think he's really interesting okay i meant to look up his things. name and i just forgot yeah roger bart um no i'm a really weirdly big fan of him i think he's very interesting <gasps> he's gonna be in the new season of a series of unfortunate events Ooh, which is gonna be great he's on grace and frankie he's a, yeah he's in a he is friends with uh this is funny he's on grace and frankie too it all comes together uh-huh, you got there. i just love when everything comes together guys um i'm like that character from the a-team he's on you're the worst he's in trumbo i remember him in trumbo he's just a really interesting character actor that shows up in things he is on it's always sunny you're oh, right you i don't know i just every time i see him who I'm did like, you just say guy. you're right to yourself I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember saying that, but I'm sure there's audio evidence that I did. That was my favorite thing. And I was like, did I say he was on? Oh, he's on Hot in Cleveland. He's in, yep, 30 Rock. Let's see what else. I don't know. I just, there's something about his face. I just find him really interesting as a character actor. And I think his performance in this is really interesting. Mm. I, I've always been weirdly obsessed with this episode. I okay. don't really know why, but I just find his, his big scene so funny and painful but we'll get to that we'll get to that anyway but this is going to be a big kimmy loves roger bart episode fair enough so roger if you're out there listening big fan big fan are you single to roger oh for sure he's not i also don't i actually don't even know i don't know much about him other than that i really enjoy his performances I'm trying to say I don't know if he's straight. I know. I knew that's what you were saying. (laughs) That was why I'm beating around the bush. Either way, I mean, it's whatever works for him. But uh, I'm a big fan. So anyway, we could talk about this episode now. So we start off with a hat immediately. Yes. Boom. Game changer. Yeah. This hat was a game changer, Kelsey. It was. Uh, Because it was at the beginning. Great. God, we made that dumb joke. (laughs) Um, It did bother me when I realized that they're like, this is our 50th, 50th episode or 50th show. And it wasn't 30 Rock's 50th show. But the show had to have been running. It was the 53rd show. Oh. So it was the 50th. Like, I, it was just so, like, so close that it, like, could have been right. So I, just the lack of symmetry hurt your heart. It didn't. That doesn't surprise me. Because I went through I and I you. counted. <laughs> How many episodes were in season one, two, plus You 17? say these things like they're normal, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny is i did it twice because <laughs> i was like maybe i like missed because it's so close it threw you yeah but it it was not the same that so, is so funny yeah so i love she's talking about like what they've had in their 50 episodes right so they their 50th show they've done 300 sketches they've had one unsolved crew death who do you think died um <laughs> uh, not richard esposito no um and not lee no, who who that one makeup girl with the baby never showed up again? Oh, although isn't this the episode? Oh, because like, she's like, I need makeup. No, the sluttier one. Yeah, it's true. We never see her again. I don't know. There could be a lot of people who have died on this show. That's possible. Um, it feels. Yeah, no, I I just love this idea that maybe the set is haunted, Ooh. and that's why it's unexplained. I don't know. Use your my favorite murder brain and solve this. Oh no, I haven't listened to episodes in a couple of days because well is it the fact that maybe um kenneth is uh is crazy and is a serial killer that's something we get to later yeah that maybe 
that was interesting um and then also they've had one emmy magazine cover story and then they pulled up i'm sorry i've just i got really excited i i realized this i because i've been watching i've been watching this and at work Uh uh-huh during lunch let me be specific so So you're watching with your bosses though so like right yeah sometimes yeah so we're cool like that yeah but um all that to say i'm realizing i mix up what episodes what this is the episode where they think kenneth is a murderer Mm mm-hmm I didn't realize that when I said that. Oh, really? I, I was, was like, yeah, I know. We'll talk about that we'll more We'll talk later. about that. So that's why this is funny. Maybe that's why there's another unexplained death. Creepy. We're making big eyes at each other. Like <laughs> like, like the dog. Ooh. Oh, damn it. Bring like it around. Like Jack Anyway, talk about okay, the Emmy Okay, but so thing. the title of the Emmy magazine cover story, did you see what it said? No. <laughs> the death of comedy. <laughs> it's so cute. I love it. So they all walk in and they've got shineheart their shineheart losses for the first time since the civil war um <laughs> everybody's having to make sacrifices including jack he had to get rid of jonathan oh so sad oh, I th- is jonathan. this when he got whitney no i looked at that whitney wasn't until 2011 and i like literally was like oh bye for whitney i i wrote that first two and then i looked it up and i'm like not whitney yet because it's not quite we're just yet. waiting for it to happen right, you, know? you know he's and he ends up disappearing for the next three weeks three episodes which that's what i was so i don't know maybe he was doing a small stint on broadway or something he does a lot of stuff but that actually is really cool it explains why he's gone yeah huh. and i forgot because i remembered him leaving but i forgot ju- him ever coming back i'm curious to see i can't remember why he comes back or how they get him back um but then that's where you, you get that great from when i was singing earlier yeah of him. <laughs> one more one one more verse jonathan <laughs> like all right stop <laughs> singing i look at it gives him one more verse yeah very kind um so that just kind of like so they're all struggling with money at this point budget wise and they've all got to figure out things so because jack's had to let jonathan go kenneth has to step into the picture to help out with that part of jack's life so this is kenneth's this is like my worst nightmare oh, is what okay. kenneth is going through uh, also he's terrible at it but i also i'm so bad like but what about my page duties oh don't worry i've taken care of that you'll do both and you're like no that is not a solution <laughs> it's just such a like a, a jack like cor- like the evils of corporate america being like it's all right you're just gonna do two jobs and get paid for one yeah you're and you're fine. gonna like it because you're working in your industry yeah <laughs> no thank you um so he so and then we learn jack's three d's for working with him discretion docility and don't use my bathroom <laughs> <laughs> i want that on a sign uh, oh right so kenneth is now super stressed he's now jack's personal assistant and he's having to figure out like how do i do this because jack's like uh i'm not here tell him i'm not here but my favorite thing is that that first call is from greg windham from aviation which i thought was funny because his last name has wind in it and it was from aviation <laughs> I, <laughs> I like want to Google Greg Wyndham. Yeah, right. But I, I was going also, to also GE has uh, GE has aviation. Apparently, that's interesting to me. I didn't know that. I feel like they must have every. Uh, I mean, they have boom boxes. So yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Ooh, when I googled it, Greg Wyndham, King. Uh, oh, I thought it's a King of Tampa, but it's just King HS oh. Tampa um so kenneth jack is like tell him i'm not here well but you are here and he's like no no ooh, corporate intrigue i feel like <laughs> i'm in the pelican brief which is now a continual theme throughout the rest of this episode of pelican brief because it was 
on Showtime. People keep catching it. I had never heard of Pelican Reef <laughs> That joke before. is so funny. What is, <laughs> we'll get to it. it just get, get, yeah. get me Showtime now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen Pelican Reef? I started it. It is incre- in my memory. It is. In- it's no The Firm. Let me put it that way. It is incredibly boring. It's Julia Roberts. Uh-huh. It's Denzel Washington. Julia Roberts has amazing curly hair in it. Yeah, I saw, and she's a law student who, or a law. It's clerk your typical who. John Grisham. It's it's around the legal system. Um, something gone wrong again. I like John Grisham. I actually like a lot of John Grisham movies. There's some really good ones. This one, in my memory, is not one of them. But it's one people see in reference. So maybe I was just too young when I watched it. I was like boring. But mm. yeah, no, it's Julia Roberts. It's Denzel being all wonderful. It came out in 1993. Ooh, I was uh, this interesting. And it's directed by yeah, Alan Pakula, who I don't know who that is. Oh, Sam Shepard's in this. I didn't <laughs> know that. Oh, Sam Shepard. God rest may he rest in peace. Stanley Tucci's in this? Oh, I got to I got to watch The Pelican. Got to give it another go, and man. And John Lithgow? You know what's I another saw that. good one? Yeah, I saw that. Runaway yeah. Jury. That's another really good. Runaway Bride? No, Jury. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Oh, okay. You look at me like I'm crazy. Runaway Jury. John Cusack, Rachel Wise. It's another John Grisham. Okay. There's some good John Grishams. I'm a big fan of The Firm, though, because I like watching Tom Cruise run, and you got to do a lot of that. You like watching Tom Cruise run? He's very good at is it. Is that your Baywatch lifeguard thing? I mean, <laughs> it's not quite as sexual. Okay. It's more just like, he's so good at it. And <laughs> he looks so good while doing it. And he's, I don't know. It's just so funny because he's like a hot up and coming lawyer and also like a hot runner. I don't know. It's just like a great movie. Watch The Firm. It's going to do right. a lot of good things for you. All right. All that's right. my That's my big thing. So <laughs> skip the Pelican brief. Go straight to The Firm. Straight to The if Firm. If The Firm is not a John Grisham uh, book, book, I'm really sorry. But I'm like 90% sure it's, it's called The Firm. Anyway. <laughs> it feels like a John Grisham. Sounds good. But no, I just feel bad for Ken. This is like a worst nightmare situation. Being yes. put at a desk that you don't know what to do. Again, he doesn't have a real good sense of it. And it's just super, un- super unfortunate. I just don't get, well, get why Jack was like, you know, it's going to be a great idea. Kenneth. Kenneth's well, going to do great. Part of me, like, because Kenneth is great at his job as a page. And I think sometimes people think you're great at this. Why wouldn't you be great at something that's yeah, probably pretty similar and just not realizing like, that agree like the expectations required for this other position it really doesn't line up the same way like i think part no, of if it you were a page you should have totally been able to, I, i'm from all the pages we know uh, fair enough he should have been able to handle that desk but that's a whole other conversation yeah. it enough. just looked terrifying yes yes and but also like can you imagine like this is your first day on the job you're going to be the last person people see before they get fired like that would be so freaking stressful like he, I, and he just makes sure they all know that they're getting fired too he's th- doing a great job of that <laughs> oh mr lee he'll see you now yeah so kenneth is stressed as heck and then he ends up talking to tracy about it and tracy's like let me know if there's any way i can help and he's like well actually no i was just saying that why can't you read human facial cues oh my gosh because tracy has no human facial cues no that's oh you're saying he has none. Yeah. So no, Kenneth he's not giving him any cues. Oh, I know that's it. one of the things that leads into this whole Tracy yes. or uh, Kenneth is Kenneth a serial thing. killer. But oh, it's man. it's a terrible thing because Tracy gives him no facial cues. Tracy says it's super deadpan. So yeah, fair enough. Come on, Trace. Um, but so Kenneth asks for Tracy to go and feed Sonny Crockett because he's sick and needs food. And <laughs> Tracy's like, 
oh sure i'll do it birds are like little dinosaurs so what i'll be doing is actually pretty cool and brave (laughs) it's funny because it's kind of true yeah um not the brave part but the little dinosaurs part. why do you think it looks like a dinosaur you don't think dinosaurs look like chickens without their feathers on them I mean, add feathers to dinosaurs see, like, that look like feathers chicken. are so important to the physique of a chicken. It is, but have you seen many ch- chickens without feathers? <laughs> I'm like, when I'm gonna eat them? Yeah, no, but not just when it's cooked. Have you ever seen like a like a? a I look chicken? at and I think naked chicken. I don't think mm, this little is, dinosaur. No, they actually think that dinosaurs are closely related to birds and other things. Like they're really they're actually. I quite mean, like similar. the T Rex. I can think on little hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, think from? about how the Wait, what is that from? Is that it's the, from the Meet the Robinsons. Thank movie. you. I'm, it's not Toy Story. It's the other. T- <laughs> but no, don't you? <laughs> don't you remember like one dra- like all this stuff like Velociraptors? They're like they they function like birds. The way they call, they're like a lot like okay, birds. Like, dinosaurs were not a part of my life growing up at all. Why? You grew up the same the nineties, everyone was obsessed with dinosaurs. I don't know. Like legit my family, like we didn't have trains, we didn't have dinosaurs. That just like wasn't a part of anything we had what? in our house. No. We didn't have trains. What does that mean? Like you know how like you go to people's house and they'd have like the little train things sort of We thing? had one, so that's fair. Yeah. Did not have one. <laughs> Matt down the street had one and he was intense about it. Um and he was also all about dinosaurs. Like this conversation is so weird. <laughs> like we watched I know we watched Land Before Time because we're like, don't step on a crack or you're falling break your mother's back. And then Jurassic Park. I have no Oh, and Dinosaurs the T V show. This is still a lot of dinosaurs. Yeah, but it was never I I In don't school? Oh, and I have no recollection of talking about dinosaurs in school. And I didn't even like I mean fossils. Like I, I don't I don't know why I'm choosing to be incredulous <laughs> that you don't know this. I should just step back and be like, Kelsey, but you, know you should know that he's right. Birds are like little dinosaurs. I guess I just I I don't I don't know I just don't see. But you know, how like some kids when they're little, they're like, I love dinosaurs and I want to go. I want to go to. The I have a lot of friends who are this way. Yeah. That was not my sisters. I none of us were like dinosaurs. We want to learn more about them. We're like, okay, they're like giant lizards. <laughs> Moving they're on. Like giant birds. I feel like they're closer to lizards than birds. I honestly, you, I you. Need I mean, to, like, like there are people with PhDs. I'm sure who will tell me. Okay, I'm there wrong. you go. I'm like, just do some I, googling. I'm like, I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying. Me as somebody who has had like dinosaurs, like my friend Michelle loves dinosaurs, and I love that. that M- and I'm like, and Michelle is here right now to discuss. Yeah, I know. With like, us. Come Michelle, on come on in. <laughs> Where's Michelle when you need her? Should have had her on this episode. I know, right? Just, anyway, well, I'm glad we hashed through this bird <laughs> dinosaurs thing. This is great. You are more similar to Tracy than I am. Is mm-hmm. what we're learning that's how i'm i'm i mean look i'm fine with that i know that was a compliment tracy's really (laughs) i'm like feel like this re-watching i'm doing with you is really opening my heart to tracy in new ways so totally i think me more than anything watching this with this watch through is i love tracy and jenna's friendship so much they're very entertaining together so this is another adventure of them on their own kenneth says oh by the way don't go into my bedroom and what why wouldn't and then tracy's so confused why somebody wouldn't want him in his bedroom (laughs) (laughs) that's true he's not used to being told unless there's a bunch of dead nurses in there like there's such a weird uh, like what such a weird assumption yeah so then tracy goes to jenna of course and he's like i don't get this and well jenna's like well you know i studied serial killers to prepare for a role as jill saint ferrari in the lifetime series hush drapings (laughs) Um, it shouldn't be funny, but it is. And they just get which who on staff watches this much Lifetime because someone does and right? gets it. It's so good. 
Um, and they have this little back and forth of the three s- common characteristics that serial killers have. Animal cruelty. He's like, he grew up killing pigs. Bedwetting. No wonder he's fascinated when I do that. And <laughs> an inability to read human facial cues. I admonished him for that earlier. Oh, my gosh. They're such they're such idiots. They're so such. Idiots. But I love how much it builds, how crazy he is. Totally. So they get to the house. He go. He opens the bedroom door gas it's a bug bomb a bug bomb which i wonder if bug bombs actually would kill i don't think at this point they haven't even done that they tried to go to jack first oh that's right and they tried to go to jack and kenneth is is guarding it and kenneth is super freaked out because he just had his lovely experience trying to because victoria uh or who is who is it that has showtime is it victoria Oh, I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. That woman so is calling with Showtime, and then he chooses all the wrong moments to talk to Jack, so yes. he's all frozen. Which, by the way, it can make no more mistakes. It's just so funny watching him do. I feel I just have felt like that before. When you're like, "This is important." Nope, nope, wasn't important. Wasn't nope, important at nope. all. I so thought it was important, but it was not. <laughs> we get the next Pelican brief reference though, because when they're like, "Oh, like they're gonna be on their team together," you know, Tracy and Jen. It's like like Julian Denzel in the Pelican brief. Um, and that's where, is that when he makes the, where Jack says, get me showtime? I don't know. We, I don't remember who says we'll be like Julia. Does that him and Liz or is that? No, I'm pretty sure it's Tracy and Jenna. They don't say it to him. They never get to go talk to him. Oh, you're We're right. flipped. Normally I don't remember the episode. I know. You do, but we flipped it. I watched like nine episodes. I feel like in the last two days. Oh, dang. Um, I guess it was three, but times Still. three is nine. <laughs> 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 Math um so but so there's just all this stuff and so tracy and jenna go to his apartment the bird dies he comes back kenneth is all upset that they didn't trust him um but yeah so and then kenneth is just overwhelmed and stressed and um luckily gets fired from his position yes gets fired from jack which ends beautifully so we'll come back to that let's talk about well should we talk about jack uh yeah and because his stuff isn't incredibly He's just firing people all day. Yeah, all day long. He's weirdly a soothing presence in this episode. Like, he seems like if I had to be fired by someone, I probably would want it to be Jack Donaghy slash Alec Baldwin. Yeah, He's I, doing a great job. I appreciated that they weren't just making Liz be the person having to do the hard things this episode. Like, yeah, Jack normally, also was. Yeah. That's exactly it. And he's doing it really well. Mm-hmm. Like, you see why he's the boss. Um... I do love, though, when he's talking to the guy in the boombox division, he goes, you aren't really really cutting edge. He goes, we are groovy. We're groovy, (laughs) yes. That actor, he delivers that line really, really well. I really like it. It's so great. Um, Were you going to say something? Sorry. Uh, Well, I was just saying, I think something I've really grown in as we've watched the show, too, is I think garnering a really deep appreciation for very small, well-written guest character roles. Mm -hmm. Right? Like writing something where someone like that guy comes on for he's got two lines maybe one or two lines this whole episode but it's a really good joke they just i I love seeing shows where they give a lot to other actors coming in and out of the show i really enjoy it and the more i watch this show the more i'm like oh this is a show that has really good guest or co-star roles totally and i really like it it's really cool because i don't know like it's just cool to see people giving people chances and giving them something really cool to work with does that make sense Mm -hmm. i just had never really noticed that before and i'm really noticing it with 30 rock i like that um yeah so we get so jack is firing all these people and your liz goes up to talk to jack talk about cheryl yes get a grip cheryl she's sitting out there and like cheryl's like asking liz i hear firing is happening like is jack a boob or a butt man and like as Cheryl and Liz are talking, like Cheryl is slowly unbuttoning her shirt. Dear Lord. Um, 
Yeah, and it's just it's freaking crazy. And then when Liz goes in, she warns Jack, and Jack's like a hug, like it almost works. So he says he's like, oh, because sexual bartering pays off. Um, like ugh, I'm gonna mispronounce this, a Salome or Salome, who he, he Salome. says Salome, Salome. Thank you. I, that's I I was mentally saying Salome, uh, Matahari or Deborah Norville. Yeah, who's I was like, please tell me you looked up Deborah Norville. So do you know who Salome is? i know of it i can't quite remember she was the one who asked for john the baptist's head that's it so that's um uh solomon uh nope hang on whose daughter is that uh herod's thank you yep come on <laughs> yep uh mata Hari, she was a dutch exotic dancer that was also a spy for germany during world war ii portrayed by Catherine zeta jones in the young indiana jones uh <laughs> tv show and she's great on it <laughs> Let's talk about that. And then Do- Deborah Norville is a reporter for Inside Edition. What's the story there? I don't know. Wait, we didn't research this? I It popped up and that's what it said about her. I didn't look up for... Um, oh, now I'm really, really curious. Go for it. Deborah Norville. Well, did did you have something? No, I can't remember. I, it literally That's all I saw that it said, but maybe there was more. I didn't like look at the full Wikipedia article. I just Oh, she's super hot. Yeah, she's beautiful um she's a blonde shell is that what they call blonde bombshells is that what they describe her as no but she's beautiful and she's i'm not blonde. seeing anything what a weird joke to make i, know, I don't see anything kind of weird return to television did she get kicked off television i don't know i don't know maybe she just had kids this is very interesting yeah I'm gonna have to research this. I was I I I don't look at these things so I assume oh Kelsey will look. I at know this well because I literally and like because Norm the rest of the stuff it all said it in like the very beginning caption of it and I was like all right cool and so when the hers didn't say anything I'm like maybe they just had some beef maybe it's with just inside like a, edition maybe this <laughs> that's what it is mm-hmm. no maybe some joke seems unfair she's just super hot she can't help that she's super hot right Ugh, the struggle yeah um so and then so Jack he's just firing people all day long and then it comes back to at the very end which we'll talk about with when liz is there that he gets to put on the big brother hat with her again mm-hmm. let me get to liz's storyline liz so liz is told that an auditor a dude is coming in played by your boy roger bart bart um halston is what his last brad name halster is. brad halster man i'm sorry yeah um that he's here and they're like all right well we're gonna show you her story which (laughs) i loved though because did you notice how hardcore she was channeling steve jobs oh i know i loved that i didn't realize that was a steve jobs yes i just wrote her turtleneck she has the black turtleneck the black sage the white background that's so funny even the style of presentation even the icons that all popped up were all apple style icons which depending on when this episode comes out apple's next big event will be happening uh either next week or the week after like if when this comes out it's either happening this week or oh next they're doing week, the basically. iphone 8 right mm-hmm. i heard it's meh uh, there's lots of opinions on it um Ooh. <laughs> I, there's I just like to stir the pot about it. i know i just like to stir the so pot there's gonna be no home button and then they were supposed to have the home button like kind of beneath the scenes but they couldn't get to work right so now beneath it's facial recognition scenes? like th- you wouldn't it wouldn't physically be there but you could still like push it there but they couldn't get it to work right so now it's supposed to be doing facial recognition um i have ios 11 on my phone already and i don't love it i can send you guys all reasons why i don't love it the podcasting app specifically i don't love it i can't get it to automatically go to the next episode but that's 
IT nerd problems for the moment. Fair enough. Issues for the rest of you in a couple of weeks. Um, but she is pulling a major Steve Jobs thing. Yes. Um, this reminds me of how terrible their logo is. Oh, yeah. Every time I see it, it's so awful. It's just the TGS Tracy Jordan. It's just so <laughs> bad. It's so horrible. In giant gold letters. Yes. They need to get Katie Day to do their logo. Yeah. They would all be so lucky, you know? Shout out Katie who did our logo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just get slipped on in there real quick. Um, so, and I love this little things like they are the number one late night show among men. 9 to 13 and the morbidly obese and they're in final negotiations to create exclusive content for american jails <laughs> uh, uh, it's the way she delivers it too she's yes. so confident and happy and because she, she's like i wouldn't tell you this let's let the show speak for herself <laughs> uh, and so we get all of these things so we get we have star jones and the dessert thing which we've seen that before like happen Pam the morbidly obese over the These are all woman. things we've always seen. Bar- I don't think we've seen I'm Flavor Obama and I'd like to introduce the Undersecretary of Housing You're and right. Crystal Meth. Um, Baron Robot Talk Show we've seen. And then and we get Surrey Cruz. Uh-huh, my name is Surrey Cruz. Put your hands up in the air. I came out of the womb with a head full of hair. They, we've already seen, because Jack's always made jokes about them, like, yes, your raps about Surrey Cruz are really important. Yeah, but I don't something. think we've seen it. We though. never saw it. That's great. Yeah, I love that mm-hmm. so much. And then he's like, it's like awkward silence and like, let's kiss her room we can go talk or whatever so <laughs> she has to cut a quarter of her budget which that is an insane it's an insane amount. amount of money like that is just absolutely freaking insane and they can't even get rid of straws i uh, know that's like like uh, the food I'm like all right how about straws straws and they see the rat and like oh that's its bathroom because <laughs> <laughs> they spend twelve hundred dollars a year on straws so much money where are these getting these straws right right whatever like also like if you guys all just get the hard plastic ones you can reuse them you're fine um yeah and then it's you like i can't even get rid of sid who is don pardo who is the SNL i voice. loved that it, they brought in don pardo for this god may he rest in peace yes but what did he ends up saying uh like you can barely understand him he's like it's turgis with uh oh i wrote down what it was Tercy. phonetically and it's Turgis with Tracky Jong Jong and Jimmy Moop. <laughs> so gets lost on the last one. Oh, poor. I love that it's Don Pardo. He's such a precious person. Yes. He's a, there's a word I was going to use to describe him and I can't remember what it was. He's so old school NBC. That's why. Like mm. he's from such a different era. He was one of the really last, like, he was like one of the last people from that great area of era of like forties, <laughs> uh, of like fifties, sixties, seventies television. Oh yeah. I think probably 50s even. I think he was there probably. Oh, sorry, not 50s, 60s. I think he probably showed up in the 60s, which is crazy. Yes. Oh, he's amazing. Fair enough. Um, oh, well, there's another hat in there for Frank, a snow, gi- snow ninja. And then, which I, this is so great. So Frank shows up and there's nothing on his hat. Like budget cuts, right? There's nothing. Oh. There's no words on his red hat. Um, and then later on, you hear Frank and Pete yelling at each other and Frank is saying, I'm out of letters. <laughs> and Pete <laughs> says, I have to return the kids braces. But I just love that. Like there was just something so funny. To th- I was like, Oh my gosh, he doesn't have letters on his hat. <gasps> oh my goodness. It's like budget cuts. And he's like, literally like I'm out of letters. Are they talking to, when are they talking to each other about this? It's that's uh, at the end when Liz is running in to yell at Halt, like, yo, like I, I gave you top front. She's walking past Pete like and Frank having it. this conversation. You're right, you're right. That's so funny. Yeah. It's so stinking good. Yeah. So Liz is budget cuts. I can't figure out how 
how to do this and she decides oh and this has a gross pete joke which one that's the bit where he's like i can't go back to being a high school teacher those girls they don't (laughs) think they're women but they are yeah oh Oh, pete frank not frank i said (laughs) <laughs> not frank that is such a frank thing to i'm say, just like bummed they're like really pushing pete is starting to get gross creepy and it's gonna get worse there's a certain joke upcoming that i'm really in like two seasons that i'm not looking forward to oh this is what you're talking about earlier yeah <laughs> um so jenna liz is like you know what like because after he talks to um after she talks to Jack about how like sexual bartering is a thing, she's like, I got this. And so she decides that she needs the dress that Jenna wore for the hooker sketch, the heels Tracy wears when he's Michelle Obama and double wait, triple Spanx. Um, <laughs> and Lee gives the most amazing eye roll in the world. He is very good at those. eye I rolls. I love it. Um, and then she's like, I need a makeup artist. No, the sluttier one. <laughs> um, and then I wrote down what she wore. Cause I was really hoping and I couldn't find a picture of her. I was hoping it was an outfit that Julia Roberts wore in Pelican Brief. And Oh, that'd be funny. No, it's the Pelican Brief happens in the nineties, so most of her clothes are very unslutty. Mm. Um also she's a little not frumpy. I mean it's Julia Roberts. Yeah, she's yeah. in on her worst day, she's the most beautiful woman on earth. But you know. Maybe it was like channeling her pretty woman. <laughs> like <laughs> a little bit, yeah, that's fair. That yeah. would have been funny if it was a Pelican Brief. But she's pretty ru- she's pretty run and gun in high waisted jeans the whole movie. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Fair enough, I guess. Maybe. Um so, so upset. they go out on their date. Mm-hmm. And I love the clip in her hair. It's like yes. touches like that that really make it work. It's so good. It's um, absurd. Oh yeah, I wrote butterfly clip. Um and then and Liz she's like she's like, They may take my dignity, but they will never take our straws. And did you see who's cheering for her as she walks out? No. Jeff Richmond. Oh, is he? I missed that. That's nice so catch. it was so funny to me because she's off like to go like hook up with the dude. Hook up with this guy. And he like runs into the front to cheer her as she walks off. And it's <laughs> I so missed that. Funny. I love that. Oh my god. It goodness. was a really good bit. So they go on their date and they get back to Liz's house or and she's like I wish we could have seen more of the date. I'm really curious what they talked about. Oh, seriously. So she's like trying to barter some more. And so she gives him three like options. And she's like, all right, 20 minutes, open mouth. I work the ears. And he's like, uh, and she's like 30 minutes. I'm making some sounds and you can say one weird thing to me. I'm intrigued that we're reading these. I, I don't know why I am. And then the last one, I, I got to finish. The last one was 30 minutes. Sounds top front of my body is now in play. Um, that <laughs> he went for it. It worked. Yeah, he was intrigued. Yeah, and I can't decide. You got to taste the lemon, and it was not it, sour, it was my not friend. Sour, and I can't decide how I feel about a woman using her body for that. Like, I can't. Oh, I mean, it's all morally reprehen- irreprehensible or reprehensible, or like, feminist-wise. I guess I can't decide. Like, is it you use it and like? I don't know. It just gives me all This isn't anyone's videos. ideal. This is no. no one's ideal situation. It is not her winning. And as we see clue, this is not Liz winning. No, that's not As comes, true. as she doesn't get what she wants, she walks in. Pete makes that gross joke. Ugh. And then she comes in and she starts yelling at him. I gave you top front, which uh, I love Jack's <laughs> yes. joke later. That's the your worst quadrant. <laughs> Good Lord, Lemon. That's your worst quadrant. It's just so funny. Like, it's such a weird way to think of your body in and quadrants. quadrants. Like that. Do, I do not think of my body in quadrants. No. I think of more in like squiggly lines, but um, <laughs> kidding. Ovals. Um, no, but I really love uh, that she starts yelling at him where he goes like, it was that last night was about work. She goes, yeah, you knew it. 
Uh, it was just the way he immediately bur- the way he just in, like very violently bursts into tears. Yes. Oh my god. Um, it's so funny, Sharon. My angel. angel. I told you the next one would be worthy, but she was not. She's a monster. Oh, she just runs she's away. Like, Does it help you if I tell you I thought we were doing sexual espionage? Like, oh, Liz. Um, Corporate intrigue, sexual espionage. So then they get back. So now it's like, oh, my goodness. So because she was doing all this, obviously, to try and get Halster to, like, let her off the hook. Like, maybe not cut a quarter of her budget or whatever. And then he's like, no, that's not what this is about. So then at the very end, she's up in Jack's office. Wiener Slav Slave is there. I know. I always want to say Wiener Slav. It's Wiener Slave. It's Wiener Slave. Where's the E? Um, and he's like, whatever. You have like, you're being suspended or whatever. Two weeks unpaid. Uh-huh, for being a filthy prostitute. Prostitute. I can't say that word, apparently. Um, and then Jack, though, convinced them to say that this was... Oh, it's paid. It's not unpaid. It's paid. I'm pretty sure. But he's like, I'm convinced. I convinced them that this sexual outburst was caused by menopause. Um, But I love the smirk that the look they give to each other when she realizes that he's going to help her with the show. Yes, things don't. There's just like that beautiful connection between them. Like just her, like just genuine great gratitude, (sighs) and his just like knowing kindness. I don't know. Now Halster is so traumatized that he can't continue. Poor Brad Halster. Jack has to help Liz cut mm-hmm. her budget over the next however long. Um, but then the very, very, very final, like that ends that story. But the very final scene is Kenneth back at his apartment. Tracy and Jenna are so sorry that they killed his birds. And like, I think we got this fixed for you. And he walks into his apartment and there are just freaking birds everywhere. It's gross. If you watch him walk in, there's like fake birds in the background. In, like the shadows. Yes, and like the, it's so funny. Ugh. But you get Pat, Balthazar, Donna. Lorne, Michael. Which is great. And I just, my biggest thing is I wish they'd kept him doing that through the rest of the credits. Like Tina, Faye, like, or whatever. Just going yeah. through his, as they go, Carlock, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Any yeah, other Tracy, K. Yeah, they would have been kind of funny. Um, I... I think that does it for all the stories. There's one more thing I want to yes. talk about. There's a really great bit where he goes, that was my bird for 60 years. Yeah. Oh, I did write that. I don't right. We'll just let that lie there. But yep. what an interesting point. We're slowly seeing more and more and more. They're starting to really weave the tapestry that is Kenneth Parcell. Yeah. Kenneth Allen Parcell. We, s- we soon won't have to be as um, vague when we're talking about it, I feel like. Yeah. Um, do you have any favorite lines? Oh, this is hard, actually. I don't know if I have one. I kind of like, we're groovy. I think it's the way he says it, too, that kills me. Right. Um, no, I don't actually have a favorite line in this really? one. I mean, I think I would say we're groovy. I do have a favorite. Okay. It's that. Okay. Um, I, for some reason, I like the things that Liz says to Halster a lot. Um, I like when she's like, when she's trying to get the date with him initially, and she's like, Halster, you look hot in those trousers. Um, I don't Can't, know why I love that so much. What did she say? Uh, Elizabeth, or what? Who's that, ever that girl? Clear my sketch. <laughs> oh yes, right. It's so oh, funny. Gosh, gross. Those two people that just like follow him everywhere. Um, but I think my favorite is later on where when she's yelling at him and she's like, "You got your quid, ho- uh, Halster? Where's my quo?" I don't know why. I think that that is just like it's a good line. Yeah, quid pro quo. Like, mm. um, I think. Oh, you have the sad quote from Kenneth earlier where. Uh, Jack is like, I don't know if you've heard, I had to let Jonathan go. And he's like, yeah, we all talked about it at Finnegan's last night. The bar we all go to in our dreams. Oh, that line. That explains, I wrote down Ken's TV dreams. Oh, and I there didn't we know go. why. <laughs> and that's it. He just so wants to be a character on a sitcom. I know. It's so. You know what? It's okay because he is. 
He it's he totally is. <laughs> um oh and then there's this the one line later on where uh Jack does make the comment. He's like, Oh, don't cut the straw budget because I've already cut the exterminators. <laughs> um, oh gross and then the one other line sorry um is let's say after they took the food and he says mommy baby needs his yum yums um let's is always amazing i just don't like when grown men channel a child it's the way he makes his chin flap while he says these mommy lines too yum yums it's so good Ugh. i just like i wish i could meet john lutz and shake his hand and just be like you <laughs> sir are delightful and you said brought so much to that character it's true the physical comedy he does like i just feel like he's so under disgust mm-hmm. it's such a great performance he does good it's because it's so intense and gross and it's so you've never seen him do anything else you just it's hard not it's hard to see that as a performance did he meet sue on this i like, think they I were already married when were they okay i couldn't remember when they got married i'm like 90 percent sure they were already married um i think that does it that does it Woo! we covered cutbacks cutbacks god it's a good episode uh Kimberly Lucas, where can people find you? At Kimchi Lucas, um, all uh, anywhere really. Instagram is probably my best, but then I have some other social media accounts. Also, September twelfth, Tuesday, Nerd Melt, be there. My show was extra when unusable. I'm I'm just producing it, but it's gonna be dope. Come out and see it. Yeah, you can find me places at Redheaded Blonde on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find our podcast places at Talk Through Rock on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And also, we mentioned this in one of the a couple of other episodes. If you leave us a review, and then take a screenshot of it and send us an email saying, "Hey, this was me," we will send you a sticker. We got some stickers made with our logo. That you are got so fun. many stickers. Um, so we would love to send you one and for you to stick it on places and to help help other people find us um so that'd be awesome yeah so just feel free to shoot us an email talk 30 rock to me at gmail.com um even if you don't leave us a review we love getting emails and that's a lot of fun it's the best yeah um so i think that about does it all right all right thanks kels uh-huh bye guys and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.